welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. Uh, that's a hot take. That's a scorching take. Uh, I'm not afraid to be bold, though. Thriving, surviving, and watching Rutgers football. There's nothing to respect about Rutgers. You know what? It's pain, but we look good while we do it, man. Hello and welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Feltz, here in rainy Indianapolis, Indiana. If you hear some thunder or lightning in the background, uh, well, it's because there's a storm going on right now, but it's not too bad. I think we're going to be all right. Hopefully the audio uh, still makes it out alive. My name is Patrick Feltz, and I'm joining you here on Thursday, May 14th, 2020, uh, recording in the afternoon. I think this is going to go up tomorrow morning, though, uh, Friday May 15th, 2020. Uh, today we're doing our 2010s All-Decade Fantasy Draft. Uh, this is an episode I'm really, really excited for. Uh, I got the idea. I was listening to the Assembly Call IU Basketball podcast, and they were doing uh, their All-Decade IU Basketball teams. And I said, hey, we could do that on our so- show. So uh, shout out to them for kind of brainstorming the idea. But I'm really excited for this episode. I think this could be one of the best episodes we've ever done. Uh, we've got a special guest today, too. But first, I'm going to introduce my two co-hosts. Joining us first in New Jersey, it's Griffin Healy. Griffin, what's I am on? looking out my window, as I usually do recording, and it is a beautiful, sunny day. <clears throat> I mean, I after this, I might go outside and just hang out in my backyard. It's just so beautiful. Good for you. Uh, it was warm out here this morning, but uh, alas, the storms have come. Reed Murray's in Nashville, Tennessee. Reed, what's going on? Yeah, uh, you know, speaking of the weather, it's been really nice in Nashville lately, despite the fact that we had a power outage about, I think, I want to say two weeks ago. But it's perfect right now, and I'm just super hyped to get this draft done. I'm just like you, Patrick, really looking forward to this. It's going to be an exciting one. Indeed, this is going to be a fun episode. And somebody who I think shares that sentiment is our guest today. Uh, Joining us, he's the host of the Tommy Divine Podcast, a show the three of us all frequently appear on. Uh, he's my cousin. He's in Lafayette, Indiana. His name is Tommy Devine. Glad Tommy, to how are you tonight? the triumvirate as usual. It's a calm misting here in Lafayette. It was like you over in Indianapolis a little bad earlier, but glad to do this draft and uh, glad to be on the pod as usual with the triumvirate. So let's get it going. Indeed. Yeah, Tommy, I'm excited. Uh, you've got the first pick today. I'll be picking seconds. Griffin third, and Reed Murray is going fourth. Uh, it's going to be a snake draft order. Uh, and let's talk about uh, the team lineups. So, again, this is the 20th draft. So, if the player played from 2010 to 2019, uh, this is their college form, their Big Ten form. Sorry if you wanted Joe Burrow, but it'll be backup Ohio State Joe Burrow, not LSU Joe Burrow. Uh, and just players from the 2010s, 2010 to 2019. Uh, you get one quarterback – two running backs, three pass catchers, which can be wide receivers or tight ends, and then three defensive players. We're going to keep it a little simple, you know, having more than 10 picks, and I think there's nine picks in this draft for each person. Having more than that I think would be a little excessive, so we're going to keep it at that. And with that in mind, the very first pick is going to go to Tommy Devine. Tommy, what's your team name, and who's the Well, uh, there is a little-known rivalry within the Big Ten lure called the Illinois versus Ohio State rivalry, and it's called the Aliyah Buck. 
The winner gets Illibuck. the Eliabuck. It's the Eliabuck, Tommy. Eliabuck, <laughs> It doesn't matter. This is how the second I time. It's second time on this podcast we've had a, a somebody not know how to pronounce an Illinois related whoa, thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back to Griffin, right. <laughs> Illinois. Okay, one of the two. One of the two reviews of our podcast. Uh, please leave us a five star review over on Apple Podcasts, but we appreciate it. But uh, one of the two reviews of our podcast. This is somebody just saying, "Great show." Griffin can't pronounce the line. I. Yeah, not my proudest moment. Tommy can't pronounce Illibuck. So it's, it's, not your proudest moment. It's cool, so it's, though. Il- you got so, it down now. So what's the pronunciation again just for... Illibuck. 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 Okay. Um, well, my team's called the Eliabucks, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going with, okay? All right. Uh, so Illibucks, Eliabucks. The Eliabucks, okay, uh, are going to, for the first pick, going to take Chase Young out of the Ohio State University. As the first pick of the all of decade. Good pick. All right. All right. Solid pick. I, I think it was a great pick. Obviously, Chase Young was an elite defensive player last year. We talked about him all season long. I mean, you really can't go wrong with him. He is, again, he's Chase Young. I don't think there's really anything else to say. Yeah, I mean, he's ferocious. Ferocious. Defense. All right, Chase Young. Chase Young, first pick to the Elia Bucks. <laughs> What a name. Okay, I'm second overall. Uh, you you might not agree with my pick, but I've, I've got a way to explain it. It's all about building my team around this guy in a system that'll fit him perfectly. And I've got two possible names for it, uh, but my pick is Russell Wilson. Uh, my team names, I, I want to check these with you guys. Should I call my team Leaders and Legends, or should I call it Hustle Wilson? Hustle. Leaders and Legends. Leaders and Legends. It's got to be leaders and legends. Leaders and legends, yeah. an amazing name. We're going leader. We're going leaders and legends. Yeah. We are the leaders and the legends. I don't even remember uh, who was a leader, who was a legend, but it certainly did exist. Uh, Russell Wilson was in this era. He played one year at Wisconsin, but he was an elite quarterback at UW. Thirty-three touchdowns, four interceptions, a dual threat quarterback. He could throw the ball deep. He could run, and of course, he's been elite in the NFL. But we're talking about his college production and. He was certainly really good in college. Uh, the reason I picked Wilson, though, over somebody else, and the other guy I was considering here as my quarterback was Dwayne Haskins, but I picked Wilson because I like him more as a dual-threat guy. And I think I can build a team around Russell Wilson with a bunch of versatile guys, and I want a team that can play so many different styles. We can play big. We can play hard. We can... Versatile quarterback, and we want a bunch of versatile players. So – Russell Wilson's the guy. All right, that's that's a good pick. I, he was uh, he was on my draft board. He was my number two QB. So I definitely see where you're coming from with that. Griffin, you're up. All right. So right now, since we're still an expansion franchise, I have no name for my franchise. I'm sure it'll come soon, though. With the first pick of this unnamed franchise. Uh, I mean, this is someone that who I watched in college loved, and I think you guys could understand it, but Saquon Barkley of Penn State. All right. Oh, All right. That was, that was my number one running back, uh, and I think he was probably everybody's number one or number two running back, depending on uh, if you prefer him or a certain Buckeye, I would say, or maybe a certain Wisconsin Badger. Uh, but Saquon is certainly a good pick. Uh, electrifying speed. 
you really can't go wrong with Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I was going to either choose Saquon or a certain Wisconsin individual, but after really thinking about it, I think you just can't go wrong with the former Nittany line. Indeed. Yeah, that's a really good one. All right. Really so, with the first pick in the history of the read option All-Stars, uh, you know, Patrick, you were talking about versatility, and I think this player is probably the most versatile in the draft, and you guys, you're not going to like this pick. You're going you're gonna to think I'm drafting him way too early, but if you actually uh, let me, if you actually hear me out on my pick, I think you'll like it a little more. I'm going with one of the most underrated, underappreciated Ohio State players of all time, Curtis Samuel. Oh, okay. All right. And the reason I'm going with him is because 2016, he had just such an incredible year. Because he, I mean, he was essentially the entire Ohio State offense because he was he was an H-back. He played running back and wide receiver, which is another reason why he's so valuable to this team, is he fits in that flex spot. He can play a receiver or running back, depending on you. Know, you can really give him the ball, and he can do anything with it. And going into his uh, junior year, his final year in college, he had some pretty average stats. He had 478 total yards his uh, freshman year, 421 yards his sophomore year. Junior year, he got 1,636 yards while scoring 15 total touchdowns and being essentially Ohio State's entire offense. And he's just – he's he's speedy. He's just electrifying. Um, and he's the kind of guy I would want on my team. And he's not getting all the attention. Uh, he's not getting the ball all the time in, in uh, the Carolina Panthers offense. But he's doing a job in the NFL. And, you know, this is judging off of college standards. And I think he's one of the most productive – college players in the Big Ten in, in this decade. Now, Reed, I agree with you. I like Curtis Samuel a lot. I just think you could have waited on this pick because I don't think any of us were going to pick him that early. Uh, yeah. I like him. You did us a huge I pick. did have him on my board, but a little bit lower. But I still think Curtis Samuel is a good player. You're up again. Who's the pick? All right. This was – the reason I wanted the fourth pick so bad is because I thought I found a loophole. Because when we were discussing this on uh, on Snapchat before – uh, the rules that we said were they had to have played in the Big Ten, so like they couldn't have been on, for example, Rutgers before Rutgers joined the Big Ten, and we're judging off their college performance. So I was going to pick Joe Burrow because technically judging off of his college performance, he's one of the best quarterbacks ever, and he did play in the Big Ten. But now you've made it clear that we're judging off of how they did in the Big Ten specifically. So Joe Burrow is off the table. I really thought I had you guys there, and that's why – uh, Fields was my number four quarterback because I had Joe Burrow as my number one. But with all that being said, I'm choosing who I think is the best quarterback in Ohio State history, Dwayne Haskins. Not much explaining to do. He had just such an incredible season. Uh, the one year he was the Ohio State starting quarterback, and there's not very much you can say about him other than you just you just got to look at the stats. Man threw for 4,831 yards, got 50 touchdowns, only eight interceptions. I mean, and he did it all as a sophomore, too. And we'll see how he ends up doing in the NFL after one, you know, shaky year with the Redskins. But it, from a college perspective, Haskins is – that's who you want on your team. Haskins is a great pick. Uh, I didn't want him just because I don't think he's as versatile of a player as Russell Wilson, but he was my number two quarterback, and I think I already made that clear. Griffin, you're up. Do you have a team name? 
Um, no, we still do not. And I'm sure we'll have it by round three, which is a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, make sure you're keeping track of your picks, guys. That way you don't pick like four running backs or something. And I'm listening Curtis Samuel. Oh, yeah, I got mine. I'm keeping track of everybody's board. But Same. I got a whole draft big board. I got uh, Curtis Samuel listed as a wide receiver also, uh, just making that clear. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Griffin, who is your second pick? Whew. Well, I mean, this is uh, putting a lot of pressure on me, but with my uh, second pick in the draft, I am going with the one and only so far, only because I, like I said, I wanted to have some diversity on my team, at least team-wise, so this will give some, like, you know, some diversity. I am choosing Justin Jackson of Northwestern. Ooh, I like that. Whoa. Wow, that's early. I like that. Thank you very much. Justin Jackson, was, awesome. Justin Jackson was a good player, but that's a little early. Wow. I could name – He was not even on my I didn't have him either. I could either. name someone better uh, on, on Northwestern. So why, ju- why Justin Jackson? Yeah. I mean, he had the stats. He was very good. This is the – and, Pat, this is who I was saying that I had who was good for being on their team. Like, the man was just awesome throughout his years. He did have really good stats for all Mm -hmm. four years. I'll give you that. Wow, but you've taken two running backs now in your first two picks. That is a bold strategy. (laughs) That is definitely a bold bold strategy, to say the least. It's a bold one. Yeah, so – Justin Jackson is Griffin's second pick. Uh, him and Saquon Barkley are going to be his backfield. I guess you can use Justin Jackson a little bit in the pass-catching game, but that's certainly an interesting way of doing it. Uh, so the second overall pick for the leaders and legends, my team, I can't believe nobody's taken him already. It's Ezekiel Elliott, and right. I think this is probably an arguable uh, position for the best running back in the whole draft, uh, him or Saquon. So quick, so electrifying, just a total burner. He will destroy you when you hand him the ball. I don't know what more I can say about him. He's freaking Zeke, dude. Uh, and the fact that I got him, you know, as after I thought Reed was going to take him at some point. Yeah. I thought, wow. you know, somebody else would have taken him. But here we are, and here I got Zeke and Russell Wilson wow. as my first two players. What a steal. <clears throat> what a steal. Okay, uh, I'm up. Tommy, you're uh, up. The, all right, the Elia Bucks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's never gonna. That's never gonna get old. So I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna try to get defense out of the way because you guys did a great job of picking running backs and wide receivers that I didn't even think about. So thank you for that. Um, so I am gonna go. Don't do it, George Carl Loftus. <laughs> thank God. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, before you uh, send me to get stoned, listen, okay? So, uh, this man has lore here in this town of West Lafayette and Lafayette, okay? This kid's huge. We call him the Greek freak. He is going to be an impact player in the Big Ten for years to come, and he's going to be a great pro player. I'm telling you this right now. We've only gotten George Karloffis. I've, I've been seeing his praises, too. I sang it in the preseason. I said he was going to be one of the best players for Purdue, and he was – what, the freshman of the year last year, or at least 
I think yeah. he was maybe it was him and David Bell were the two best freshmen in the conference, and well, Taiwan Mullen also. But uh, I don't know if I would have taken Karloff this this early. You know, no to take him, and if you're going to take a Purdue defensive end, I don't know why it's not Ryan Kerrigan. And I thought about that, but you know, it's you know, I'm taking a chance in this draft. It's a mock draft. Might I gotta well, say, right? Tommy. I mean, I gotta say he's definitely he's definitely an amazing player, but I can name four offense or defensive linemen I'd rather have just off the top of my head. I can name two of them in this. I can name four players from two families. Ooh. Yeah, some Watts and, yeah, and some Boses. I, I know, I know. I just, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Tommy, I go. you, you're on the clock again. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna finish out my. Oh defense. God! Uh, don't pick the guy alone. <laughs> He's gonna end up. No, he's I'm gonna kidding. pick. I'm gonna take. Uh, no, no, no. I'm gonna take Justin Fields. Okay, quarterback. Okay. I'm gonna take Justin Solid Fields. Pick. I need a quarterback. I'm taking Justin Fields. I'm surprised he's still on the board. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, he was I the guess. third best quarterback. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, he he could by the end of his Ohio State career be the best Ohio State quarterback ever. But he's. Yeah, I mean, he's that's... definitely top three at this point. I would say. Or no, he's top five for sure. But. uh Right now, he's not quite there, I don't think. But he, he definitely has the potential. He he has a shot. He's the best quarterback in the country this year. And he did have he did have a record or just incredible season last year. Mm-hmm. Three interceptions yeah. and forty one touchdown passes. That's that's unheard of. Yeah. So he was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Dual threat guy too. Dual threat guy. Yeah. Yep. So yep, he can yep. be a little versatile. And speaking of versatility, my team is on the clock and. I've been talking this whole draft about versatility, like I just said, and I want guys and I want positions to be loaded with people who do different things. And here's a running back who I think can do a different thing than my other running back. And I'm taking Le'Veon Bell. Interesting. Out of Michigan State. Ezekiel Elliott, I think, is a more traditional running back. Hand him the ball, let him run. Le'Veon Bell is almost a wide receiver running back hybrid kind of like Curtis Samuel but a little different more running backy I would say I mean he is listed as a running back not a wide receiver unlike Samuel but uh Le'Veon Bell he can catch a lot of passes out of the backfield and so when you're not handing the ball to Ezekiel Elliott you give it to Le'Veon Bell maybe on a pass play on some play action you bring him in uh I think Le'Veon is a perfect counter to Ezekiel Elliott I like that pick okay I like it too. I was honestly, I was hoping you guys were, were going to forget that he played in the Big Ten because there's a couple guys in here from like the early 2010, so I forgot played on some of these teams. I was hoping Bell was going to be one who sort of slipped through the cracks and I could get him late. But Patrick, I see you. You know what you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're Thank talking you. about. So. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, Griffin. Yeah. Do you have a team name? Um. So we're making progress. <laughs> um, <laughs> Your name at this point should just be unnamed. Honestly, just brackets so we, something and Scarlet. Let's just leave it at that. Something Scarlet. Got our rep Rutgers. We're naming it something uh, Scarlet. It be... His name is something Scarlet. All right, all right. That's... Can, can it be the Scarlet? There's no players that are going to get selected in this draft, uh, Knights or something like that. Because I can't think of any Rutgers players I'm taking in this draft. There was one Actually, I would definitely take if he played in the Big Ten era, Mohamed Sanu. But yeah. Oh, Sanu uh, went to Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah, but he his last season was 2011, so he was never in the Big Ten era. I mean, oh. there's one Rutgers player I have on the board, but like, tell me it's not Raheem Blackshear. Please tell me it isn't. 
He was like the fifth or sixth best running back in the conference last year. Yeah. All right. You never know what old Griffin. Uh, what old Griffin, you are now you are now listed as unnamed Scarlet. Okay, that's fine for now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Oh, God. Who's the pick? Is it another running back? No, actually, it is not another running back. And <laughs> just to bring back a point, another former player that has just been mentioned, I'm going to take Ryan Kerrigan. God! <laughs> I was thinking Ryan Kerrigan, too. I shouldn't have mentioned him. Uh, but this is an excellent pick. 2010 Defensive Player of the Year. You know, he was a star at Purdue. He's a star with uh, Washington in the NFL. Uh, this, is, this is just a solid pick. It's a solid pick. I don't know if I would have gone him before uh, a couple guys from Ohio State, who I'm not going to name, but, you know, hey, still a very good pick. I like it. I am so thankful that nobody has taken this oh, player yet. God. Oh, no. I had him I had him circling on my board, uh, and I'm shocked that he's fallen to the last pick of the third round, but I'm going with J.J. Watt out of Wisconsin. I'm just well, shocked right. that it took this long for him to be taken. Yeah, I wasn't going for defense this early. I wasn't going for defense early. I think I'm going to go defense late. But see, everybody's but... going to get taken already. By yeah, because when you get because the thing is, there's some elite defensemen on the top or defensive players on the top. Once you get to the bottom, once you get past that like eight or nine spot on my board, it's all players who are really good but not, yeah. you know, transcendent. Not yeah. players worth. Yeah, and there's more depth of other positions. I feel like running back is probably the deepest oh, position yes. you could go with. Yeah, I feel like that mm-hmm. quarterback are pretty. Honestly, I don't think there's a lot of tremendous. I, I think that the three quarterbacks we've selected already were, you know, pretty elite. But I think after that, there's not a whole lot to work with. So what? I mean, what do you but, mean? I mean, uh, Brian Lewerke, uh, <laughs> Arno Korn, I mean, Shea Patterson, really Eisen Lock. Oh, like Shea Patterson. For yeah, sure. I mean, come on. Talent overflowing. All right. Well, um, Hunter Johnson's a five star. <laughs> all right. Reader, all right. Still on the so clock, right? he'll figure it out. Yeah, something hundred. With my first pick in the fourth round, I'm really because the the next two guys on my draft board, I know you guys are going to take this round, and I don't have a running back yet, and I feel like I should get one of the top tier running backs. So that's what I'll do. I'm going to take Melvin Gordon. Uh, people forget how much of an electrifying player he was in college, and I mean, he ran into a brick wall at Ohio State when they played the Big Ten championship. But up until then, nobody could stop him. And I mean, he's done. He's done pretty well in the NFL too. But uh, back in his college days, he was just an absolute nightmare to go up against. So I got to go with Melvin Gordon. It seems like kind of a no-brainer at this point. Yeah, I agree with that. That's who I was thinking of with the Wisconsin individual or Saquon. So that is a very solid pick. Well, I think you could have also gone with the other Wisconsin running back, or well, there are two others really: Monte Ball or. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Pat! Uh, and it really stop. Please. Hey. Well, <laughs> I'm just, God, everybody. Please. Every everybody knows that these guys are going to be picked. Right? I I so... actually forgot about Monte Ball for a God, second. I, he on. was he was incredible. I he just completely slipped <laughs> my mind. Pat, I'm going to come down to uh, well, you and throw I, you in guys. If you don't, let's stop, stop talking about players <laughs> who we picked them, so that in case hey, one of uh, us. The... Okay. Yeah. Well, the, I think it's. A... What I was going to say is I think it's a matter of preference with those three Wisconsin backs, uh, and they're all kind of different in their styles. So uh, Taylor – or Gordon, I'm rather, taking Gordon over Taylor one, a stronger 11 back. times out of 10. 
honestly. Like, I love uh, Taylor, I don't, but yeah. he's no Melvin Gordon in my eyes. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen I, a lot of kinda... these uh, Wisconsin running backs against Purdue uh, run for seven thousand yards uh, each of them, <laughs> and they all kind of look the same. But I think there's one above them all. But I'm not going to tell you which one. Okay. All right. We'll find out. Griffin, the unnamed Scarlet team is back on the clock. Okay, we actually have a name. Okay. Breaking news. uh, Yeah. Yeah, all right. So we're just going to take inspiration from, I think, easily the two worst teams in the Eastern Conference. I'm just going to go with the Scarlet Terps because the way that they've been playing is just the way that I've been drafting. Oh. I like that. <laughs> well, at least you're uh, you're self aware. Yeah. Well, at least you're, you're beating Texas. That's and you're kind. Of, you really are the New York Giants because you've got Saquon and a couple of head scratchers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, after watching the Jets draft, I kind of take inspiration. So shout out to the Jets. You shout really are the Jets, Jets in this draft. <laughs> this honestly is giving me flashbacks to Tommy's uniform draft. Whoa! 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 That's <laughs> fire! Okay. Let's be honest. Tommy, I think you can – I think on the best and worst drafts, you can give Patrick and I sort of a toss-up, but I think you were the unanimous loser of those. Yeah, people. you can go listen to those episodes over on the RJM podcast and uh, the Tommy Divine podcast. Yikes. Yikes. yikes, yikes Griffin, yikes. who's the pick? Okay, so I need to stack up on defense because offense – The really the rest of the players that I have that are, like, offensive, I'm okay for now. Um, I'm going to go with – Oh my God! I almost read the wrong name. Uh, Joey Bosa. Okay. Whoa, Joey over Nick. Yeah, wow. that's the pick. That hey, hey, that's bold. his pick, and that means I'm on the clock, and I'm taking Nick Bosa. Thank you, <laughs> thank that you, thank you. I like Nick pick. more than Joey uh, as a football player. I think Nick is better. Uh, that's my pick. I'm taking Nick Bosa, my first defensive pick of the draft. Uh, I love this team. Russell Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, and Nick Bosa. Oh, it's looking it's pretty, elite, looking yeah. pretty good. All right. So now I'm on the clock for the next two times. Tommy's uh, up. So defensive player, I'm going to finish up. I'm going to go with Kawan Short. Another Purdue player. I yeah. I mean, Kawan Short's good. You're going three defensive linemen, though. Yeah, you know, I just thought I'd keep it simple. I'm a big guy up front. I, I like my big guys up front, um, and I'm going to stick with Kawan Short for that. He's a pretty good player. He's been producing for those Panthers for quite a while. So I'll take Kawan Short. He, he was a good defensive tackle at Purdue. So I finished out my defense, got my quarterback. So who am I going to take now for running? Why am I not surprised that Tommy has two Purdue players in the first two or the first four yeah. rounds? I had one Purdue player my whole board. Yeah. I had, I had, Tommy, I had two really Purdue taking... players on my board, too. Uh, you might as well be called the Boilermakers. Well, hey, now the Elias Bucks take offense to that. <laughs> okay. uh, all right. And for my first running back of the draft is the answer of my question from earlier. It is Monte Ball. Monte Ball is one of the – I saw him in person. It was raining at Ross State Stadium. The man was electrifying. Monte Ball was such a fun man to watch. Great blocking up front for him. Monte Ball, come on. Best best Wisconsin running back besides Taylor. I think. Wait, but, you know, Taylor's still on the board. Wow. Yeah, but I, I don't want to take Jonathan Taylor. I want to take Monte Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so you think – you're telling me you think Jonathan Taylor is better than Monte Ball, 
You can take Jonathan Taylor or Monte Ball, and you're taking Monte Ball. But but I like Monte Ball better than Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> you just said he wasn't worse than Taylor. That doesn't mean I want to take Hold him. On. So you want to take a worse player? I mean, okay, it's Jets? like you know, it's apples and oranges. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they were both they were both very. I just very don't good. get it. Your thought process is, oh, this guy's better. Yeah, let me take the other guy. But, but I, <laughs> I don't get it. I personally like Monte Ball. It's a personal thing. Okay. It's just my as a person, like, what are you? You sat, you had a beer with this guy, no, or no, like, no, I mean, you like him as a person? Decision from the heart, you know. Jonathan Taylor just never. I don't know. I mean, he's great, but like, there's just something with Jonathan Taylor that there's just a disconnect there. And I like Monte Ball a lot more. Okay. All right, all right. Really I still don't follow your logic because Taylor also lit up Purdue uh, a couple of years ago yeah, in the I mean, overtime game. Who's pretty much the whole team? Well, I mean. Purdue should have beat Wisconsin a few times these past years, but I don't like to dwell on the past. <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Divine. All right. Okay. All right. It's my Hip-hop. turn. Yeah. Uh, I think I forgot to mention earlier that uh, it's not just wide receivers. You can take you can take a wide receiver or a tight end. Uh, I'm not taking a tight end here, although I really thought about it. There are a couple, spoiler alert, they're all Iowa Hawkeyes who I kind of want, but – uh, and there are a couple of them, actually, three or four. But uh, I'm taking a pass catcher here. And my first pass catcher off the board is going to be the first Maryland Terrapin off the board. We're Ooh. going DJ Moore. Okay. DJ Moore is the pick. Whoa. Over. That's the Maryland guy you go yeah. with? Yeah. yeah, DJ Moore. I think DJ okay. Moore was a better college player than the other guy who uh, is a Maryland receiver who will be picked later, I'm sure. Uh, hand he played for the Vikings and now the Bills. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I think he was a better college player. Uh, and also, I'd rather have a big receiver now, a tall guy I can go up for uh, 50-50 balls and I can throw two in the end zone and all that than a quick guy right now because I think there are more uh, speed receivers who I can get later. Okay. Okay. And I think with my Fair. strategy with pass catchers is I want three guys who can do three different things. Just like I did with my running backs, I wanted guys who can do two different things. I want guys who can do different things here too. DJ Moore's the pick. Okay, I like that. Okay. Scarlet Terps, you're on the board. Okay. I'm kind of sh- – I was stuck between two guys right now. And really going with it, I think it's just better that I go with – Probably one of the, uh, if not the best wide receiver. We're gonna go with Rondale Moore. Dink! <laughs> Dink! <laughs> I'm shocked that he hasn't been taken right now. I mean, I get that the injury yeah. is like that. That was a little iffy, but he is still a very phenomenal player, and I really think that's, that's the thing. We got one really good season from him, one really really good season, and we got one season where he played like half the games, and he wasn't as good. I think that was the only reason I was hesitant to picking him so early, because he would have been so much higher had he played this season and actually, like, maybe had a good season. Rondell Moore's a good pick, though, got to say. Yeah. Kudos. All right. So, with my next pick, um, so far it's looking like my team's going to be mostly Ohio State players, especially when we get to the late rounds, just because – I'm more familiar with them, but uh, right now I'm definitely going to – I got to go with another Ohio State player. Uh, he's one of the best defensive backs that the Big Ten has seen this decade. I'm going with Marshawn Lattimore, just a complete lockdown de- 
defensive back, and he's he's done it all in the NFL too. So I think you really can't go wrong with Lattimore. So I now have one more defensive spot to fill, which I'll get to later. And with my sixth round pick, I got to go with a receiver, I think, because I got my got my strong running back. Uh, I got my H back, and I think I need a strong receiver. And, I mean, I'm torn because there's a player I want to go with, but he's from Ohio State. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to get uh, people all up on me for, oh, Reed, you like Ohio State. You like Ohio State players. <laughs> we'll get into Olave later. <laughs> Olave is my boy. I'm not picking him this early. He hasn't built that kind of legacy yet. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with a Penn State receiver. He was – Incredibly dominant in his time in Penn State. I'm talking about no! Allen Robinson. <laughs> Dang it! All my speed guys, my, my two top speed receivers are off the board now. But hey, it's, that's okay. I mean, you just look at the you look at the production the stats he's had. Why wouldn't you want him on your team? That's yeah, all I gotta say. Yeah. Lucky you. Good pick. Scarlet right. Terps back on the board. Okay. So I guess we're going to keep with the theme of wide receivers right now. And, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know. And I, I don't – I mean, you probably do. But you know what? We're just going to pick him out of it because he had a very good season this year. I'm just going to go with our guy – oh, sorry. Not Allen Rob. You just said Allen Robinson. Tyler Johnson. Oh, good. Ooh. When you said our guy, I thought you were no. going with my guy. And I got upset <laughs> for a second, but I'm glad. I think Tyler, Johnson, guy, Tyler, guy, Johnson's definitely Tyler, Tyler Johnson's been my guy all season. I love Tyler Johnson. I wasn't going to pick him in this draft. I, I had another Minnesota receiver on my board, though. Rashad, or not going to say it. Oh. I think I kind of spoiled it. I'm not going to take – I wasn't going to take him, <laughs> though. I already got my uh, <coughs> vertical receiver, if you will. But – I like Tyler Johnson a lot. He was one of the best slot receivers in the country last season. I think he can pair up nice next to Rondell Moore. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a good pick. Okay. okay. Definitely one of the reasons Minnesota was so successful last season. Yeah, indeed. Huge, huge part of it. All right. I'm up now. I am taking another wide receiver. This time I want a receiver, and I'm going Simi Cobbs from Indiana. Thank you very much. Uh, Sammy, he was he was a first team All Big Ten guy. Uh, you know, he was an electric receiver. hasn't really done a lot in the NFL, but uh, at IU, he he just put put on the put on the fireworks every game. Especially that season opener, the Thursday night game against Ohio State. He had a huge game. Uh, Indiana was up at the half. They they ended up losing, of course, but uh, he had, he had a huge game that night. And uh, Sammy Cobbs, that's the pick. Yeah, I, I'm a big Sammy Cobbs guy. And I had to get an IU player on the team at some point. And I am a Purdue fan, but I do like watching Simi Cobbs. He had I was at the old Oak and Bucky game two years ago at Ross Aid. Uh, and he had a wonderful catch on the sideline. He is a great player. I love yeah, Simi Cobbs. I like Simi Cobbs too. All right. All right. Tommy, you're up. All right, I am going to pick the best – well, he's not the best running back in Northwestern history, but he's one of them. His name is Venrick Mark. He led Northwestern to one of the best seasons they've ever had. Uh, they had Ohio State on Saturday Night Football, the whole shebang. Game day was there, you know, Kane Coulter, the whole the whole kit and caboodle. I'm taking Venrick Mark. He was such a big offensive presence for them. 
Uh, and I'm letting him join in the backfield with Monte Ball. Okay, Venrick Mark, I mean, he's a good player. But I don't think I would have picked Venrick Mark. Sorry. Yeah. Me neither, to be completely honest. Okay. All right. I. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, if Justin Jackson – yeah, that's fine. Um, I don't think I would have picked either of those Northwestern players. Yeah. I, I I like Venrick Mark. I think there's a special place in my heart for Venrick Mark. Um, <laughs> Just like so, I picked Monte Ball over uh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So, and then my other pick uh, for wide receiver, uh, I believe Stefan Diggs has not been announced, has he? No, he's he not. has not. He has not. <gasps> so, I am going to take Stefan Diggs. Good pick. He was on my board. Definitely a guy I want to have on my team. Definitely uh, one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. Uh, you know, especially you look at that Minnesota Miracle play. That's that's all you need to know about him. He's just incredible talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can't go wrong with Stephon Diggs. No, I mean, he's just great speed guy. Great. Right. Leader, leaders and legends on the board. I know I called Simi Cobbs a speed receiver, but – I mean, he's not actually, like, a true speed receiver. He, he's quick, and when he gets in open space, uh, he's tough to catch. But the true speed receiver I want, I've had up my sleeve this whole time, is Paris Campbell from Ohio Ooh. State. Ooh, okay. He's a trick oh. player. He's a yeah. tricky guy. Uh, I wanted Cobbs and Moore to be my kind of traditional receivers. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell, he's a traditional receiver at points, too, coming out of the backfield. Uh, as just pure pass catchers, but you know Paris Campbell, he's not really a pass catcher as much as he is. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but uh, what's what do they call? Uh, I don't know why it's escaping me right now. But he's a he's a multifaceted type of player. You can bring him on end arounds. You can just put him on screens and have him, you know, run all over the field. Uh, he's electric. That's just what he is, and. Uh, I, my players have been getting progressively a little faster each time at receiver, I think, uh, just from uh, what I've watched of him. I know Cobbs, I, I, I called him fast, but I don't think he's that fast really. Uh, as really, he's just good in open space more than he is fast. But Paris Campbell is just a true fast player, and hopefully he turns out to be a good player on my Colts, but he was certainly a good player with the Buckeyes. He's a fan, so. Danny no. Phantom. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. All right. Uh, the Scarlet, Tug of War, <laughs> Rutger, Maryland, whatever. Rutger, Scarlet, Terps. What, what Scarlet yeah. Terps. You're on okay. the board. <laughs> all right. So going through like the notes that I've been taking of who we all drafted, I have two defensive ends. So that leaves room for – one corner, correct? Yeah, we're doing three defensive. Yeah, three, you can just take whatever defense you want, whatever you okay. think's good. Doesn't yeah. really have to be anything in specific. I mean, Tommy took three defensive linemen. Yeah, all right. No, I'm just trying to make sure because I don't want to, like, say so. So, I had a real – I had a little bit of a dilemma because on one – because it's similar to what Tommy was saying where you like one guy but the other guy is pretty good. So, but I'm – but I'm going to have to go with my gut. I'm going with shout-out to New Jersey, my guy, Jabril Peppers. All right. 
Good. The real deal, Jabril. Because I remember watching this kid in high school, too, and he was just nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and of he course, was... he was he was really good at Michigan, too. I mean, and, you know, linebacker, safety, no matter where you put him on the field, he was going to stop you. And yeah. I had Jabril Peppers on my board, too. Yeah, I was very – Of course, I didn't come around to take him. I was very close with another player who I will not name, but I'm sure – if there's anyone that's in this draft that's going to take him, I have a feeling Patrick would take him. Yes. Really? Huh. All right. Well, the read option all-stars on the board. <clears throat> All right. Um, going back to the Buckeyes. Um, we're going on defense once again. We're going to have to pick another player from DBU. I'm going with Jeff Okuda. Uh, to just c- to complete the Ohio State uh, defensive back duo of Lattimore and Okuda. It's a pretty unstoppable one because you go against a team with two elite receivers, they, they lock them both down, and now the offense doesn't have as many options. So I got to go with Okuda there. Kind of a no-brainer for me. I was The only tough decision was whether or not to go with Okuda or Denzel Ward because I love both of them. Uh, definitely two players I loved watching, very exciting. I love a good defensive back. But I think as much as as much as I'm a big Denzel Ward guy, uh, it comes down to the fact that Denzel Ward didn't play in a bowl game and Okuda did, as well as I just think Okuda has more potential and he was drafted higher. So that was kind of like a what set them apart for me. So now my defense is complete. I have J.J. Watt, Marshawn Lattimore, and Jeff Okuda. <laughs> and for my next one, I'm just astonished he hasn't been picked yet, uh, mainly just because he's – bigger in the NFL than he was in college, but I got to go mm. Michael Thomas. It's, I, I can't believe he's still on the board. Um, arguably the best receiver in the NFL. I think he's the best receiver in the NFL right now. And although his, his college stats aren't the same as his NFL stats, and he's really turned it on since he joined the Saints, uh, Thomas was – he was pretty unstoppable in college. He had the ability to make crazy catches. He had the ability to make regular catches. He could – his route running was impeccable. I got to go with Thomas to be my third receiver on this team. Now, and the thing with Michael Thomas is uh, he was one of the first names that came to mind when I was thinking of receivers, and especially big-bodied receivers who can go up and be a, a true playmaker. But he just never – I guess the number – and I remember him being good in college, but the numbers don't back it up. The coaches' votes and the media votes for all Big Ten don't back it up. He was only a third-team player and only made it one time in his career. So – I still like the pick because I think Michael Thomas is a good player, but I don't know. Maybe he's just really turned it on in the NFL, and I think he's probably the best receiver in the league too. But uh, I think the NFL vision of Michael Thomas might be blurring the college vision a little bit. Now, I I just want you to go back and look at some film of him, though, because, I mean, obviously I would say his most signature catch at Ohio State has to be his Sugar Bowl catch. That's arguably my favorite moment ever as an Ohio State fan. It was – end of the second half, Evan Spencer, the wide receiver, threw – he went on an end-around play, threw a, threw a uh, touchdown pass to Thomas. Yeah, he had a one-footed catch. So, obviously, he has big play ability like that. But, I mean, he, he could go get jump balls. He could just run regular routes. I mean, he was – he would just – the way he would juke his defensive backs regarding him was just incredible. His, out, his route running was – I mean, that's something – that's a guy you don't want to go against as a defensive back. That's all I got to say. And as your and as your third receiver, I think that's a good oh absolutely. Hit. I think that's a complete steal to get him at number. That's like when C.D. Lamb fell all the way to the Cowboys at number eighteen. I can't believe he fell this far. 
complete steal for me. Scarlett Terps, back on yeah, the board. I, what do you got? I was really also debating this because I was saying, do I want a tight end or do I want a third wide receiver? But considering the fact that I have two so far very, very good um, wide receivers, I think it's just better that I go with a uh, with a tight end. So in this pick, I'm choosing TJ Hawkinson of Iowa. Huh. Hawk, Hawk was the tight end I was targeting, too. If I were going to go with a tight end as one of my three pass catchers, I didn't end up doing that. But uh, Hawk, uh, he was the guy, I think. Uh, obviously, Iowa's had a lot of good tight ends over the years, but uh, I think Hawkinson was probably uh, my number one pick among the tight ends, too. All right. All right. Okay, uh, I'm on the board. Uh, time for another defensive player for me. That's all I have room for at this point. I've taken uh, an entire offense, and Nick Bosa is my only uh, defensive player. Uh, you know, I've, I've thought about this a little bit. Uh, you know what? I'm thinking... Well, let's Ooh. just go Denzel Ward. I need a defensive back. Uh, Denzel Ward is my pick. Uh, obviously a great player at Ohio State, great player with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Reed already talked about him a little bit. I think I would have preferred Jeff Akuta too, but Denzel Ward was still really, really good, and I think that's a hell of a consolation prize. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Tommy, your final All two right. picks. So, yeah, I thought about taking a tight end. None of them really stand out besides one to me. Um, so I'm going to go two wide receivers. I'm going to go outside the box. And I'm going to go with guys that were really underappreciated at the University of Wisconsin. They had Scott Tolsey and they had Russell Wilson for a little while. Two great receivers in my mind. Um, and really helped us out. You're going to have Stefan Diggs. So you're going to need some guys that kind of do the Will Fuller where like, oh, Diggs is going to get double covered. So we're going to need these two guys to be really good at receiver. I'm going to go with James Abraderis and Nick Toon. Um, really undervalued at Wisconsin. Um, I don't know if they necessarily make this list, but I'm going to put them there because I, I don't think uh, their, their production at Wisconsin, especially Abraderis, was phenomenal. And he was such a, a great talent and pass catcher. I, I liked him. He would always make those clutch sideline grabs. He was fun to watch, and he had some really nice quarterbacks at Wisconsin. I'll go Abradaris and Nick Toon for my last two picks. You know, I don't think anybody else would have taken these players, but I don't hate it. I think these guys were both good, and uh, Abradaris especially. But Nick Toon, uh, that's a guy who every time I think of him, I think of Nick Toons, and I think of Jimmy Neutron, and I think of SpongeBob, and I yeah. think of the Fairly Odd Parents. But I, I think they were highly undervalued at Wisconsin. I thought their production was very nice. And they were some really reliable targets, especially Aberderis. He was clutch down the middle. I mean, he was just – he's one of those clutch pass catchers at Wisconsin. Yeah, and those, those two guys are going to have some chemistry yeah, too on your team. Absolutely. You got to keep that in mind. Yeah, so Tommy's final two picks, James Aberderis and Nick Toon, Wisconsin wide receivers. Uh, I need one more defensive player, my last pick. Uh, I've been thinking, and I think I want a linebacker. 
this isn't really going to be a conventional pick, but I'm going Anthony Walker from Northwestern. Anthony Walker, Anthony Walker Jr. Uh, he was an All-American in 2015, APL All-American, two-time All-Big Ten. Uh, he's got the accolades. He was just a tackle machine. Uh, led that Northwestern defense uh, for a couple of years, and they had some really good teams uh, during his time in Evanston. And he's been a really good player with my Indianapolis Colts, too. Uh, I'm a big Anthony Walker guy, and I was a big fan of his even before he joined the Colts. So, yeah, Anthony Walker, my final pick, Northwestern Wild. Wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second. So, how is this the final round? Because we take we take three wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex. So, no, no, no. I wait. thought we were doing a flex guy. No, we there was no. no that was always in the plan. There was no. Oh, flex. that alters. I thought. All right. Yeah, no flex. Do you want a flex? Let's do okay, a bonus, bonus so round with a flex. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, the rules my. have been changed. We are doing a bonus okay. round with a flex at the very end. This changes okay. everything. Well, I know okay. the ultimate flex. Read. Okay. Good flex. idea. Okay. The, flex, the flex is going to be the last pick for everybody. So right. uh, fill out your roster, and then we'll do the flex. All right. Scarlet Terps. So you're up. The Final last pick, pick is a quarterback. I don't know why I haven't picked one, but it. you know what? We're this far. So – with my final pick being a quarterback, because I need it, I'm choosing a somewhat underrated one, Trace McSorley. Oh, and I thought of him. Good man. I good man for taking McSorley. He was good. Trace McSorley was good, and uh, I talked with Tommy earlier, too. Uh, we were talking Hack or McSorley, Christian Hackenberger, Trace McSorley, and I said McSorley, McSorley pretty, pretty instantly. I don't think it's a question. I don't even think it's a question. There's no I way said that's a McSorley question. pretty much right off McSorley the bat. McSorley was way no, better. not even close. Hackenberg was very okay. Yeah. McSorley was a game changer. He was also, a nightmare to go against. Hackenberg did have sanctions, too. He couldn't play in a bowl game. Uh, that's true. Well, uh, he actually did play in one bowl game against Boston College because the sanctions got lifted a year early. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, McSorley, I think, hands down, is the better quarterback. Yeah. And he played in Bowl. Picked. Besides... You know what? Georgia Oklahoma was the best Rose Bowl in my well, <laughs> playoff game. Well, I well Griffin, I'm not shocked he wasn't yeah, picked that... because I think Dwayne Haskins, uh, Russell Wilson, and uh, Justin Fields are all just way better than him. And you know what? Actually, kind of smart on you for waiting until the last round for a quarterback after uh, Reed and myself and Tommy all took quarterbacks by the fourth round or third round. Actually, Justin Fields in the third. Uh, you knew nobody else was going to take yeah. one, so you could wait until the very end. Yeah, smart move. But also picking a north, picking a northwestern guy was not read the your final in the second pick. <laughs> All right, <laughs> there's a huge part of me that wants to pick Chris Olave because Chris Olave is my favorite college football player. I've said it a gazillion different times. I love Chris Olave. Hey, 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 hey! It's not. It's not. It's not I know, but with my next two picks, I know I'm taking, and neither of them are of our Olave. So I hate to let you down, Chris Olave, oh, because you shame. are. If there was only there was a fifth player in this draft, and there were just a few more players taken off, I had a few less options. You'd know I'd go with Olave, because he is one of the best players this decade, like it or not, just because he's one of the best wide receivers I've ever laid my yeah. eyes on. But I can't go with Olave. He's good. Um, I have to go with a running back to fill this last spot. And 
I want to go with J.K. Dobbins because of what he did last season. He's or all three seasons, but the way my team is going, I got Gordon, more of a speed back. I got Samuel. He's a speed guy. Thomas, he's Michael Thomas. You know, my, my team is more speed oriented. Uh, and I need sort of like a bruiser kind of running back, a real power guy to fit in this offense. And Carlos Hyde is the man who fits in perfectly. Okay. He's a guy yeah. often forgotten about, one of the best running backs Ohio State's had. Uh, although there's Ohio State, I mean, he doesn't compare with Archie Griffin, Eddie George, Ezekiel Elliott, but he's definitely uh, underappreciated. He's forgotten in the eyes of many. And he was just a complete freight train uh, in that Ohio State backfield. And I, I, I definitely uh, can't believe that you guys took a few other running backs over him. Glad I could get him as a steal this late. So Carlos Hyde is my running back. And with my flex, I want there's there's a few receivers I want to go with, um, but I got to go with another running back, another speed guy who's forgotten about, Amir Abdullah from Nebraska. Oh, and I yeah, I had him on my list too. I'm surprised it took him this this long to get drafted because he was just such an incredible talent in Nebraska, and I mean I was looking back through old rosters and current NFL players and all that. And I just completely forgot about Amir Abdullah until I was pretty deep in my research, and I knew I had to have him on my team. He fits in pretty well with this uh, read option All-Stars team, so I got to go with Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah, the bonus round pick. Griffin, who's the bonus round pick for your team? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess – I mean, this is kind of a – it's a little hard, kind of just trying to think, but hmm, hmm. Mom, if anyone would hmm. like to trade up, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, do you want me to no, text you is, who to pick, Griffin? Don't because do I got a whole not, list of players. Do not worry Stop about that. me. If anyone would like to trade up, they can. If not, we're just going to have an awkward silence for 30 seconds, and then it'll probably go. I, I would like to say mine, but it, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. You know, you know that's it. That's, well. Griffin? All right. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, okay. Do, does it, if he nope, doesn't get the I, pick, I got doesn't, it uh, doesn't it move to the next person? Oh. I think I'll go with KJ Hill. Interesting pick. Okay. I like it, Griffin. I like what you did. I wonder where you got the idea to hmm, pick KJ Hill from. Beats me. <laughs> you did not. But uh, you texted him. I KJ did text him KJ Hill because the man was in. A I rough guess you got. Spot. I had to give him. Oh well. Is. His team is so. KJ bad. Hill is no. I was actually that's a legitimate pick that I would give him. I also I also gave him the option of Chris Godwin or Rashad Bateman, but Chris or KJ Hill is more of a flex guy. He's a more of an H back, and he's he's underrated. He's underappreciated. Good pick, Griffin. Definitely, I can't believe he fell. Thanks for the pick. The grade. seventh round of the actual NFL draft. It's that still is astonishing to me. And I'm mad the Titans it didn't is. pick him. And I think it was. And I'm double mad the Browns mad took the Colts Jones over him. That makes me furious. I know. Now, 
I know. KJ Hill was good. He was a real good player at Ohio State. Uh, so with this bonus round pick, can I pick a tight end? If you want to, yeah. Yeah, flex is anything, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's George Kittle. Good pick I, I, from Iowa. I was thinking about taking him, too. And I just... Now, Kittle, he – I mean, he's become the best tight end in the NFL in the last couple of years. Well, I guess it's debatable. Him or Travis Kelsey uh, really pick your poison. They're both really good. But uh, Kittle, he wasn't really – that at Iowa. He's kind of like a Michael Thomas situation where he's become way better in the NFL than he was at Iowa. You know, he's a fifth round pick in the 2017 draft to the 49ers. So, uh, but he's come in and he's worked. He's a hard worker. Uh, and he was still a productive tight end at Iowa. Every tight end at Iowa was, but Kittle, especially, he was a good player. He's a strong player. Uh, yeah, George Kittle, that's the pick. I don't think I need to say more. I think you're all familiar. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. So, for my flex, okay, a lot of players. Final yeah, pick. A lot of players rush into my mind, you know. Jeremy Gallon from Michigan a long time ago. Um, Denard Robinson comes into my mind. Braxton Miller and Jake oh, Butt, yeah. since I didn't take a tight end. Um, and you know what? I think I'm going to go with Braxton Miller. He can, he can go out wide, play wide receiver, and if my quarterback gets hurt, boom, got my backup quarterback. I mean, it's a ultimate flex position. Yeah, I, I think he'd be great at it. Great in flex. And people people forget yeah, that Braxton uh, Miller Braxton... was an incredible quarterback, too. Definitely a top five Ohio State quarterback. Like, oh, he, oh, he could sure. really pass it. Like, if you can remember the turmoil, uh, you know, the, the, the utter panic that Ohio State <laughs> fans uh, were feeling whenever Braxton Miller uh, went down with injury that 2014 season. I mean, that just is a testament to the fact that Braxton Miller was an incredible quarterback. And, you know, 2015, he has the versatility to be a running back. Or I guess he could be a running back if on, like, jet sweep plays. But, I mean, a wide receiver, he's got speed. He got a lot thinner that year he played wide receiver. He can really – he really is the ultimate utility player. Yeah, I, I – yeah. And it, and it was tough for me to, you know, pick one. But – and. Michigan's had a lot of them through the years. You know, I thought about taking a tight end, but I think Braxton Miller, man, he was just so good at so many positions. So, absolutely, I think, yeah, I think Braxton Miller for that one. Definitely the uh, Swiss okay, Army so Ohio State football. Yeah, indeed, that is our draft. Uh, I'm going to go over these rosters, just going to talk through them, uh, everybody's picks, and then I think we can go over some players who might not have gotten picks. You want to give a shout out or? Uh, just all that. Uh, so the first team, Tom made the first pick, uh, the Alina Bucks. Uh, <laughs> like I said, that's never going to get old. The, the Alina Bucks. So quarterback, they're playing Justin Fields. Their running backs are Monte Ball and Venrick Mark. The receivers are Stephon Diggs, James Aberderis, and Nick Toon. The defense is Chase Young, George Karloftis, and Kwan Short. And the flex bonus player is quarterback slash wide receiver Braxton Miller. My team, the leaders and legends at quarterback, it's Russell Wilson. The running backs are Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell. The wide receivers are DJ Moore, Simi Cobbs, and Paris Campbell. The defense is Nick Bosa, Denzel Ward, and Anthony Walker Jr. And my bonus flex player is George Kittle, a tight end. Griffin's team, the Scarlet Terps, at quarterback, Trace McSorley. The running backs, Saquon Barkley and Justin Jackson. 
the wide receivers, Rondell Moore, Tyler Johnson. Uh, the tight end, TJ Hawkinson. The defensive players, Ryan Kerrigan, Joey Bosa, and Jabril Peppers. And the bonus flex player is KJ Hill, a wide receiver. The read option all-stars reads team. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback. The running backs are Carlos Hyde and Melvin Gordon. The wide receivers are Curtis Samuel, Allen Robinson, and Michael Thomas. The defensive players are J.J. Watt, Marshawn Lattimore, and Jeff Akuda. And Amir Abdullah. Who do we think I won the guy won, won the draft? draft? But I know I'm. Yeah, I, I think you did, and I I came in a close. Second. I think it's either Patrick or me. It, it usually tends think... to be one of us in these things, just like the Jersey draft. I think when it's when you got Watt, Lattimore, and Akuda on defense, they would smoke any offense. Uh, I mean, when you have Braxton Miller, things can happen. So... Pal, uh, let me tell you, Okuda would would lock up Braxton Miller every every day of the week. Ah, uh, yeah, and I got Monte Ball on the ground. You know what? Uh, we can yeah. we're gonna Chase let we're gonna let the people decide this over on our Instagram at the first and ten. Spell it all out, but I don't know. I think right. I think me and Reed probably have the two best teams, and I'd probably put Tommy third and Griffin. I'm sorry, but you're in fourth. Uh, do we have a best value pick and a worst value pick? I think Justin Jackson. I think Justin, oh, Justin Jackson and George yeah. Karloftis are probably the two worst picks. And it's nothing whoa, against whoa, those players. Whoa, 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 whoa. My pick was fucked, second but in the, the second Justin round. Jackson. Karloftis in the second round. Tommy, I don't think anyone was going to draft him at all. Karloftis was Karloftis on any of your boards, guys? He was not no. mine. He was not. To be fair, I think I think I kind of dropped the ball with Samuel. The only reason I dropped him so early is just because I genuinely thought he was the the best or the second best player, second most valuable player in this draft with Chase Young being number one. But I, I definitely now looking back, I don't think you guys would have taken him, and I could have let him sneak in the late rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when George Karloftis goes to the Rose Bowl, then we'll we'll have to talk. I don't think. And Purdue's not going to a Rose Bowl. Anytime I think the soon. best value pick. I think the best value pick's got to either be Michael Thomas or Amir Abdullah. Because yeah, you guys are forgetting Abdul. how, how incredible really Abdullah was. Uh, yeah. But what about George, George Kittle in the bonus round? Or Trace McSorley George Kittle, that last... is a pretty good value pick, too. Yeah. Although Kittle is more of an NFL guy than a college guy. That's, that's, that's the thing, and that's what I said with him. But I think the talent is still there yeah. and the work ethic. Those are the two things that stick out to me with him. I'm surprised that J.K. Dobbins what? wasn't drafted, and same with Justin Jonathan Jackson Taylor. was taken the second round. Yeah, same with Jonathan Taylor. Taylor didn't get drafted. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. No, nobody Taylor didn't get drafted either. Nobody picked Jonathan Taylor or J.K. Dobbins. Jonathan wow. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor was actually my number three running back. So if I didn't get my my top two guys, Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell, I was taking Jonathan Taylor. Well, it was mostly if I didn't my get running Elliott. back board. If I didn't get Elliott, I was taking. Jonathan Taylor because I wanted a speed back to compliment Le'Veon Bell as my pass catching back. Yeah, yeah. My running back board was Saquon, then Elliott, then Gordon, <laughs> then Le'Veon, then Taylor and Dobbins were a toss up. I had Abdullah as my number seven uh, running back and Hyde as my number eight, but I just took Hyde because he fit better in my offense than Dobbins did. Yeah. And you took Abdullah over. Opinion. You took Abdullah over Jonathan Taylor. I, I think Abdullah would – I think he's better as a flex player. I think he would fit in. Like, if I was the coach, I would have him 
play an H-back type role, and I think he would fit into that better than Taylor. I think so. That's fair. Huh. Although Taylor Taylor is definitely a, a notable omission. I'm surprised that he didn't get yeah. picked. I'm shocked nobody picked him and that Justin Jackson got picked. I, like, no, no offense, Griffin. I think it's an interesting pick, and I don't think Justin Jackson was bad by any means, but, like, Oh, it wasn't bad. But Jonathan he, Taylor was. Def- I would say he's not a second yeah. rounder. Jonathan Taylor was legendary, and no, ju- I don't think Justin Jackson was good enough to be picked in this draft. And I'm surprised Rashad Bateman went undrafted. That's the other Same thing. Same with KJ Hamler, because Hamler uh, was Hamler. Hamler K- probably. If I were you, Patrick, I would take Hamler over Paris. Uh, but I think I like Paris just more as a tricky guy because I've got that's true. Uh, my pass catching guys. Yeah. I've got. Le'Veon's basically a possession receiver. Simi yeah. Cobbs. I thought uh, DJ Moore too. I thought Hamler would be a good flex. Hamler, I thought about him. I'll say, and I really, uh, yeah. I thought about him. I thought about uh, uh, Cody Latimer a little bit from Indiana. Uh, there were a couple others. I gotta say, Devin Patrick, Bush as a linebacker. I almost picked Devin Bush over Anthony Walker. Ooh. Honestly, I did not have a single IU player on my board. The schools I didn't have on my board were Rutgers, Illinois, Indiana, Northwestern. Um, I think that might be it because I know I had I know I had a few Iowa guys. But yeah, I think that's it uh, for the schools I didn't have on my board. But yeah, Indiana. So you didn't have uh, you didn't have a Tevin Coleman near your board. I did not. I had him on my board, but I thought I thought about Tevin Coleman too. I I, was, I didn't have Jordan Howard or Tevin Coleman. I would have taken Tevin Coleman at some point if I had missed out on Elliot Taylor or uh, even Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, uh, if this was two thousands, I would have picked Juice Williams as my quarterback. But yeah. you know, wrong decade. I know. I know. Sad. Juice Williams was good. We got to do that uh, 2007 Illinois episode at some point with you, Tommy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Nathan Shieldhouse was definitely on my board as well. I was surprised you guys had him. Uh, he yeah. was really good. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. Huh. But, uh, yeah. All right. So, I think yeah. those, those are some of the notable omissions. Uh Anything else about this draft, guys? Uh, it's just heartbreaking to me that I that I didn't get to take one of my favorite Buckeyes of all time and Malik Hooker, because he was because Hooker about, was a cheat code in college. I did. Dude was picking passes off like they were just being handed to him, and I mean he he I I think Lattimore and Okuda were better players. They fit into my defense better, but I definitely wanted to take Hooker at some point just because I love the guy. He's just incredible, incredible player. Yeah, Malik Hooker, just a very athletic safety. You know, uh, I always think of him. I think of that play he made against the Chargers last year. Uh, do you remember that one-handed interception in the end zone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. When I think oh, of yeah. – and another hooker, another hooker I could have taken. Uh, <laughs> that sounds really weird saying it out loud. Uh, but I, Amani Hooker out of Iowa, a safety – uh, he now plays for your Tennessee Titans. Oh, yeah. He was really good in college. And, uh, yeah, and you know, him. speaking of plays that are minus, you know, when I think of Malik Hooker, I think about um, going against Michigan in 2016, the was JT short game where he got a pick six. I think we were down 10 nothing at that point, and he got a pick six to just 
you know, spark that Ohio State team. And we definitely would have lost that game if it weren't for him. And Malik Cooker, definitely one of my favorite Ohio State players. Chris Olave and Malik Cooker, as well as Denzel Ward, too. Some of my favorite Ohio State players of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just sad that uh, Reed couldn't yeah. I mean, I honestly State could have taken an all-Ohio State roster. And because, it still would have been competitive. I mean, you look, at, you look, at, my roster, to look at my roster real quick. I could have replaced Watt with either Bosa. I could have drafted them before. Instead of Gordon, I could have taken Dobbins. Could have gone with um, – yeah. Let's see, I could have gone with Chris Olave or KJ Hill, Terry McLaurin, Devin Smith were all on my board. I could have gone with them instead of Robinson. Um, and honestly, a player who I kind of wanted to take, I might have taken him if he, if he didn't go to Michigan, is Nico Collins. And I'm excited for to see what he's going to do next season because uh, Nico Collins is an incredible receiver. Just makes some, some really good catches. And he's he definitely – I don't – that's – he he's a guy that I that I that I look out for whenever Ohio State plays Michigan because, um, you know he's I think he was the better you know mm-hmm. people like talking about Donovan Peoples Jones oh he's good I way yeah, better definitely better way better than Peoples Jones way better definitely than the better Jones. the best Michigan receiver from uh, last season's team. Was uh, Devere Posey, Posey was my number radar? Uh, sixteen receiver? What I had him. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't think I had 16 receivers on my board. I think Listen, I kept that. Well, I, I had to plan this out because I, I divided it I didn't, my time You guys too. got a couple left field type players. Um, but I, I had to, I That's had, what I was I expecting to plan too. out I knew or I was going into this thinking we were going to do four receivers because of the flex position. I thought we were going to do that all along. And I was like, well, there's four of us. You know, theoretically, if they take every player on my board, I got to have enough to get a full draft. So I put 16. So yeah, Devere Posey was not super That's high smart. on my radar, but he was on my radar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool, cool. So that's our draft. That is the episode. Tommy, thanks for coming on to join us today. Thank you. We really, really appreciate uh, it. Uh, what's going on on the Tommy Divine podcast? So I'm doing a podcast up this week with one of my special guests. And then next week, we're doing Running with the Bulls. Yes, with sir. kid from New Jersey over there, uh, Griffin. And uh, it'll be the last episode of that. We're also going to bring on another special guest that is not Patrick Phelps. So, yeah. So we're going to bring on another guest for that. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. And I'm going to miss running with doubles because this has been really fun. It's been fun. That's uh, If you're not familiar, Tommy and Griffin every week uh, after uh, the last dance on ESPN, Michael Jordan, they do a recap episode. I joined this previous week, so you can go listen to that over on the Tommy Divine podcast feed right now if you want. I did another episode of the Tommy Divine podcast a week or two ago. Uh, we talked about the five games in the college football t- season we are the most excited for next year, assuming we get a college football season and assuming all that goes to plan. I hear you knocking on wood over there. I really, really appreciate it. We need all the luck we can get uh, at this point. But assuming it goes to plan, our, our five games we're the most excited for. And you know, over on the RJM podcast, uh, myself, Tommy, and Reed, we did uh, – a uniform draft, our five yeah. least favorite uniforms of all time. Yeah. Uh, over on the Tommy Divine podcast feed, we did the five best uniforms of all time. We referenced that a couple times about how uh, me and Reed are much better drafters <laughs> than Tommy. Uh, and that's, uh, I don't know if that's, that's true. Just true. Uh, it's up for opinion, but Tommy yeah. is like the Jets. Yeah, like these the... uniform drafts. Oh, I'll say. 
but actually, I'll send it in text, but I found a worse New Jersey. I got to see what this is. I got a feeling it's going to be a, a really worse good jersey. Look. What jersey? What jersey is it, Tommy? Uh, it's the 75th oh, anniversary Pittsburgh Steelers are, uniform. Oh, it's worse than the Bumblebee. Ugly. And uh, it looks like a soccer jersey. It looks like an Irish soccer jersey. It's terrible. <laughs> Irish soccer jersey. Send it to jersey. us. We, we'd love to Irish. see it. I'm... So bad. Oh, you, I, you I can Google it. it. I can I'll that. Google it at some That's, point. That is worse so than bad. Bumblebee. I saw it on Madden last night. Definitely worse awful. than Bumblebee. It reminds worse me of the, of the Bears one I was talking about. It's disgusting. Yeah, you can go listen to those podcasts over on the RJM podcast or on the Tommy Ooh, Devine podcast. Speaking of the RJM, uh, we got a new episode on the RJM breaking down the new Rams uniforms, the controversial Rams uniforms that nobody seems to like. Uh, I had my friend Drake Dixon yeah, on. It's a good episode. It's about, I, I want to say it's like maybe 40 minutes long. I don't remember, but uh, it's uh, I really like that episode. You guys should check it out. It's a good episode. Uh, I'm right. not a fan of the new Rams uniforms. I think they're a massive downgrade. They, yeah, I have to agree with that statement. It is not good. Mm-hmm. You, you and Eric Dickerson hate him. I don't mind him. I think you I need to see him side by side, Tommy. I, I sent uh, Reed and Griffin a picture of them side by side, and uh, it's They're night. Not. It's night and day. It's night and day. Okay. Are they, they just, to, uh, no? It's it's a whole, it's trying to it's a they're trying, trying to be to too do? modern with it. I, I think yeah. so too. The, they're trying to take three steps forward instead of one. The numbers oh. just look so faded. It looks like a lot of meme pages have been all over all over this t- saying it looks like a Best Buy uniform or an IKEA huh. uniform, which is completely true. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, okay, that. uh, yeah. that's the the draft today. I almost called it the uniform draft. The 2010s All Decade Big Ten draft. We've got our teams. Go vote over on our Instagram at the first and ten. Uh, we'll upload some roster images later. Uh, you'll see them over there. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.